Hey, fellow Lushes, get ready for takeoff. We are now on board with Galaxy Treats. They offer a wide variety of rare cannabinoids, including edibles, gummies, vapes, and more. Best part is all their products are made in the U.S. with industrial hemp and third-party lab tested. <laughs> no, no. The best part is that they're all federally legal under the 2018 Farm Bill. That's great, but it's their fruity flavors that really set them apart. As all their products taste great, and they work amazing. So go check them out at galaxytreats.com. And tell them Dimples in the Beard sent you. So I had that one story that I regret till this day, and my son is hating me for this. Um, I met Chris Evans at one of the parties, oh. and he was super hot back in that day. <laughs> You know, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's still super hot. <laughs> yeah. He, he was not uh, Captain America yet, but uh, he was a human torch already, I think. Yes. Whatever. He was super hot. And I saw him there and I was like, oh, my God, he's real. And um, but I went there in my house too because I, I lived there and I was not really interested to to mingle that night. And um, and he didn't even recognize me. I, he didn't even see me. Yeah. yeah, there were so many girls, and so um, I asked Elaine, who was the photographer back then, if she could take a picture of us. And she approached him and said, she probably knew him before, and said, "So this is Juliana Marino, um, one of our new playmates." And, uh, and from that moment on, he he had some interest because she said that I was a playmate, <laughs> and we took a picture that I never got. Oh no, no, no. Super, super sad about that. So we took that picture, and after that, um, he was very flirty, which I, bet. I was very happy about, um, and he invited me to his birthday party. And mm. first I said yes, but then I, I went back to him and I said, listen, I cannot go because I have a boyfriend. And he said, um, so where is your boyfriend? I said, well, in Germany. He said, so what's the matter? I said, well, I cannot <laughs> Typical man answer. I, it and? Just, it just feels sad. So I went back to Germany and that guy broke up with me. Oh my god. <laughs> and um yeah, you can you can imagine how I regretted not um Yeah. 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 And my, my son, I told that to my son because he was a huge Marvel fan. And he said, <laughs> Mom, you're stupid. I <laughs> Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. All right, welcome back to another episode of Cocktails with Dimples in the Beard. This episode we got, yet again, another beautiful woman for you. Miss April 2005 from the German edition of Playboy, uh, Juliana Marino, who then went on to be... Dan Marino's sister. Daughter. Playmate of the Year for Germany in 2006, and then came across the pond and became uh, Miss April 2007 for the good old American edition of Playboy because Wowzers. because half loved her. Half did love her. All and right. said, I want you everywhere. All right. I think he died before he could put her in the other ones. But all right. Do us favors. Like, subscribe. <laughs> uh, leave us a comment. Big, big help. Leave us a comment. We appreciate it. Cost you nothing. Means the world to us. Doesn't have to be nice. It could be. Oh, I here. Oh, I don't have one to say. Tell us. Jesus fuck, tell us we're fat. Good job. Tell us we're fat. God, one fucking job. 
Jesus Christ. And I'm the angry one. Today. One fucking job. You want to, your line. What? What's up? Oh, are you ready? Here we go. Well, let's go, man. We never leave a pretty lady waiting. Without further ado, Juliana, Juliana, Juliana Marino. That was amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming out. We truly appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we uh, we uh, continue to, I, I say this just about every episode that we do this, so we uh, continue to pinch ourselves. We don't know how we fell into this world of, of talking with playmates, but here's another one, Juliana Marino, and and uh, we're very excited to have you on. And you're all the way over in Germany, so. Yeah, true. So what part of Germany are you in? Um, I live in Fürth, which is um, close to Nuremberg. I don't know if you know that. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I've definitely heard of it. Um, yeah, it's historically known by the trial uh, oh. after World War Three. Sure. And um, yeah, and some other stuff that it's known <laughs> for. Um, yeah, but uh, I live in Perth, which is close to it, but and there is some rival tree that no one knows about why. Yeah. Um, but I was born and raised in Nuremberg, and now I live in Fürth, which is really strange for um, our local um, rival tree. But I don't care. <laughs> I simply don't care. <laughs> so you live across the the river. Uh, it's not even a river. It's like literally just nothing. Like there is not ah. really, uh, you know, you you are in one step. You are there, and one step. You're okay. in another, another town. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We always have it's the attached. other side. They live on the other side of the river. Well, when we were in, uh, we were in Wendover, Wendover, Nevada, and you could stand in the middle of the road and have one leg in Utah and one leg in Nevada. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so very similar. <laughs> Fun times. So you were. Uh, when did when did you get started with modeling? When did your modeling career start? Um, actually, it started pretty early because I was um, a model as a child, too. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah, I started with 13, I think. And I had some catalog shoots. We used to have catalogs in the Back in the day. In <laughs> <laughs> 2000. And, um, yeah, but for the Playboy thing, I, I got discovered. Uh, by a photographer that um, I worked with for a calendar in my hometown. Okay. And um, he had some connections to the German Playboy. And he asked me if he could send the pictures we did um, there. And I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was some kind of, you know, pickup line to uh, get people uh, modeling. Um, like most men do. It was true. Exactly. And, but it was true. And uh, and they asked me if I wanted to come for a test shoot, and I was so curious that I couldn't say no. Right. Um, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, but it was never, you know, it was never like my aim. I would have never had the guts to, um, not not even the idea to send pictures there and um, see me as an next playmate. And um, yeah, it worked out. Well, as as you and see it, you never know. Yeah, exactly. And from the German Playboy, um, I um, I had a bunny job since I was Playman of the Year too. Yeah. In Germany, I had a bunny job when Hef came touring for his 80th birthday. Okay. 
and um, and I met him and the girl, uh, the <laughs> girls next door back then, um, in a, in a club in Munich. And I hooked up with Kendra, and she she was super. Uh, okay, I say she she was um, very excited about my pictures and wanted a, an autograph. And I said, well, this is strange. Like the roles are. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> The way they have to be, and um, and after a few months, uh, no, after a few weeks, uh, I got invited for a test shoot there, and I was with April there too, which was according to this. Yeah, right. So that was a that was a heck of a like three year span for you, if not longer, going from. Yeah, that span was even a year, and then I um, I kept on working for the for the um, American Playboy and the German Playboy as well. Yeah. Did you uh, did you actually meet half? in Germany or did you not meet him then until you came over here for your test shoot? No, I met him and the girls at that okay. night. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but you know, handshake and nothing sure. else. I, um, I didn't talk to him or something. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I was too afraid to. And, um, <laughs> and then I met him, um, let's say the second time. And uh, I came to the Playboy Mansion. He was a, extraordinary host he was very generous and super friendly and a perfect gentleman and um it was really cool i was super afraid because of everything that um should have um happened at the, the playboy mansion but i i never had that experience myself well yeah and i would imagine as a i mean what are you at this point you're 19 20 years old coming from germany was this your first time in this in the united states it was okay, and so, I was super excited. Yeah, I, came a, the first I mean that's a lot was, to take in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I was a baby. I mean, I, <laughs> I was twenty that time, and um, I was too curious not to come or to go, um, but also very cautious. Yeah, sure. Because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. So, did were you in touch with any of the uh, any of the girls before? Like, were you still in contact with Kendra then? Did she kind of take you under your her wing when you got over here? Or who did you kind of hang out with when you got over here then? Um, I met so many people, so um, I kind of hang out with a lot of people. Also, Kendra, of course. Um, yeah. I was very afraid to sleep in my room by myself because everything was huge and <laughs> I felt I felt lonely. And um, so I, I slept over in her in her room with her dog in the bed. <laughs> I had to I had to fight my uh, for my little spot. <laughs> I remember with Russell. And um, yeah, but I feel like um, I, I met a lot of people that I still am in touch with, but not with Kendra. Oh, okay. <laughs> Strangely, yeah. she was my first contact, and. Um, I'm not in contact with her anymore. I I don't think I have her number or something. I I don't think there's a specific reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you fade out. So, but when you came over, you were always a veteran as well. You had two photo shoots under your belt. Um, what kind of a difference of photo shoots were they from uh, over there and over here? A veteran? Well, um, <laughs> it, was a, it was a difference because in Germany, we had um, locations that we went uh, to to have the shoot and in the US we had this huge settings at mm-hmm. in the studio so everything was kind of fake yeah right, right so the whole scenery was not real 
uh, while in Germany, we really went to the locations and, and shoot it there. Um, so I think it was very retro, <laughs> very vintage yeah. uh, in, in the US. Nice. What is the uh, what is the the Playboy culture in Germany compared to the United States? Is is Germany a little more conservative when it comes to that kind of stuff, or uh, how how is the magazine seen over there, or was it seen over there? It's probably gone over there now too, I suppose. But um, it's strange because Germany is not really more conservative about this kind of thing, but um, for some reason, Playboy in the U.S. is more like a culture, and they. Um, knew it from, from Hef and the girls and everyone knew about the girls next door. In Germany, it was like people kept asking me if, if I was some kind of escort service or something. You know, oh, like people could, couldn't even, couldn't even um, label it properly. They, they just didn't know um, what, what it is. And um, so in the U.S., I felt like a celebrity, while here I felt like an escort service. <laughs> Oh wow! You know, so they couldn't separate. It was really strange. Nudes from because, sex work, I guess, is what it sounds like. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, we were like um, um, promotion girls when when yeah. we had the parties, and um, but the people kept uh, touching us and and trying to get to us. While in the U.S., we had bodyguards that um, you know who we, we were treated like celebrities. Sure. Yeah. And it, it was really different. So how long were you in the United States? How long did you stay at, at the mansion or did you stay at the mansion? I guess. Yeah. I um, kept uh, flying back and forth for two years. And wow. after a while I was asked by have to, um, to move into the bunny house they used to have. And I think it was not very long because I had a boyfriend here and I wanted to see him and, you know, the usual mistakes that you do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you're young. Damn boy. <laughs> yep, and... they ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it wasn't that long, but very intense. Yeah. Do you, do you get back over here at all now or are you, when's the last time you were here? I was there in uh, 18. 2018. Okay. Uh, when the first reunion for Hef's um, birthday was, or yeah. I mean, we, we did it around his birthday, but of course it was uh, his memory one yeah. year after he died. That was the first oh, nice. time that they met. I, okay. Yeah. I think I don't I've know s- if anyone already mentioned it. Yeah. I think I've seen the picture. Right. Of, yeah. I've seen the picture of you. Didn't you take a big group picture? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've seen that before. Right. I'm sure we have. Yeah. We have through the years, but how fun it is. Is there any sort of equivalent to the mansion over in Germany for Playboy or is it just an office building? Uh, no, it's just an office building. And okay. you know what? I don't even know the new one. I've never been there because um, uh, they had some changes yes. um, within the uh, the editors uh, and I've never been there. I was invited to a party lately Um but it's different. It used to be just an office building. Sure, sure. Is is there still print edition of Play, Playboys in Germany? Do they still do a print edition, or is everything digital? Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I don't I don't think there's a print edition here. I don't think so either. I think everything is digital. Oh, state. really? I think, I think so. so. There you go. All right. 
You, I assume you still get those free for life, right? Like you don't have to subscribe. Or no, no, not anymore. I what? used to uh, get those from, from the US, but never from Germany. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> since I <laughs> since I had like monthly um, paid jobs, I always got some issues. Sure. Uh, but it, of course, I'm not doing that anymore. And uh, I'm not getting I'm not getting any issues. Well, Playboy should fix that. I would think that would be a lifetime pre premium you exactly. get. <laughs> That's your perk. Lifetime membership to the the right. video stuff, right? That they do, right? <laughs> do you, uh, after the Playboy thing wore out, did you continue modeling? Uh, yeah, there were some jobs uh, that I got uh, too. So it, it was a whole modeling. Um, yeah, my, my whole modeling career was in this years between 2005 when I started Playboy because it was very sporadic what, what I did before as a child um, yeah. from 2005 until I would say 2015 oh okay so um, oh. yeah after I got my, my son um, I had some some jobs still but then I, I stopped I felt like it's to retire <laughs> <laughs> and i'd be i'd be remiss to if we didn't mention that you were also a cover girl what is it was it october of 2007 that you were on the cover yeah true okay yeah. so yeah you have a couple well cover as well so so we love to talk because we are such a big half uh supporter supporter here we love to we love to hear some some of your favorite half stories and you know if you got a you've got a favorite memory with half. oh i have quite a few <laughs> <laughs> as um, many as you are willing yeah. to share we love stories about half okay um so the first thing that i really was um impressed by was uh, when when i broke up with my with my boyfriend back then um i was very sad of course and um and he saw me and said i will ride and um I said, yeah, I just broke up with my boyfriend and not feeling very well. And he said, well, listen, this is your second home. You can stay as long as you want and, oh. you know, just find yourself. And it was very, very generous. It was not some creepy things. Oh, you broke up and you're lying or something. <laughs> but uh, it, it was very, you know, very cute. And, and he um, he kissed me on, on my forehead and, and said, you can stay as long as you want. And I, I was... Um, Cheering up, I, I was I was very I was about to cry when I heard that because you know it's it's still I I didn't see him that often because he was working all the time mm -hmm. and but when I saw him it felt very um how can I say it felt like family yeah. and I I didn't even realize that that he noticed me because there were so many girls coming in and out and test shoot and uh, some some girls from the past and. There was constantly uh, people there, so um, to know to to see that he recognizes me was felt very special. Yeah. And um, and then uh, also the fact that I I invited my mom over to the U.S. and uh, I talked to a friend that I met there if she can stay there. Okay. And um, and then Mary Mary uh, his uh, his secretary uh, she. Uh, she knew that my mom was coming. She was like, where, where will she stay? And I said, at a friend. And she said, do you know that that person? And I said, well, not real. I mean, not, not for long, but she's all right. And you don't ask us if she can stay with us. And I was like, okay, I didn't know that was an option. And oh, yeah. um, also 
he said, oh, let me talk to him. And he was, he was generous. And, and that felt so cool because, you know, all these creepy things that you hear about him that doesn't fit to, um, to how he was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not true. Sure. But um, for you, it's not true. You know, so experiences are so different. And he was, he was a person, you know, he was not a saint, you know that. And I'm pretty sure he did some mistakes too. But um, to label him as a monster or something that doesn't fit at all with things he did without even having something out of this. You know? Right. Yeah. Sure. And it seems like one of his greatest gifts was he was very personable with and, and remembered, to your point, remember, remembered you and could remember each girl and certain things about him and was very generous. Exactly, exactly. And um, also the staff members that they still um, organize all these this, um, meetings and, and reunions um, that doesn't fit to someone who was, who was bad. Right, right. I know everybody you hear you know, talk about like, him. Yeah. Everybody you hear talk yeah, about I mean, him, they, down to those, those guys who exactly. work there all have the good things to say. So. Exactly. Of course, there are people who had bad experiences, which are pretty sure true sure. um but it's, it's a point of view yeah. you know yeah absolutely and like i said in the, the message to you we we haven't watched the the documentary no. we don't want to support the documentary um and we've had so many of the of the of the ladies on now and and just you know to a t every one of them to a person every one of them disputes every most you know most of all that was said so and every story has been very like yours yeah, very, very similar, similar to yours had it been different where every girl was coming on right the opposite right. then we might watch it but yeah it just doesn't pay to watch it now because everyone we're in, in, exposed to has been terrific have great stories about them yeah i don't know how that can happen but i guess um it's because the girls who went there were really young right really young they came from totally different backgrounds and also might have some issues already and sure. stuff like that, that they couldn't even know because of course, you know, th these are things that you might uh, work on later or never. Yeah. Um, and the environment for, for that kind of, of issues or, you know, even just insecurities can be really dangerous, but not because of certain people or it's because at uh, the topic, is uh, is an intimate topic. The topic is is about uh, sex and and right. some, you know. And this is very. It can be very personal. So where is um, where is the the difference mm. between um, work and and private in that right. in that environment? And if you go there, the people you work with are at the same time your family that you know. People come from or the girls came from all over the state or even world. And so those were the people that, that were there for them. And, but at the same moment, also uh, the people they had to work with. So the, the boundaries were pretty blurred. Sure. And I feel like that is a real, it, there, it's, um, how can I say, like, um, it, it can be very dangerous uh, or, dangerous sounds, sounds bad, but... Um, <laughs> Well, you don't know, you know when you're coming um, to this big mansion that's known for but, sex and nudity. I mean, you don't know when you get there, but yeah. when you experience exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. 
exactly so, and so, um it still it still is uh an intimate uh, topic so sure. where is it's different if you go there and work as a whatever something um different professional that doesn't have anything to do with how you look or how you uh, behave and everything because you are a figure you are like you know when you are a playmate they are interested not only in your in your look you're not just the picture but they want to know what what your interests are and they get very personal so yeah. where are the boundaries and how are you supposed to know when you're 20 or 19 or whatever yeah so the possibilities are high that you have some experiences that you might um, regret later because you would have <laughs> who totally, doesn't <laughs> um, yeah exactly you, you would have um behaved totally different in in an older age yeah of course 100 percent being wiser yeah <laughs> and then you and, and there was how many young 18 to 20 year olds in that whole spot i mean yeah we're all making bad decisions at that time but you know hopefully you had fun and and um when you were there yeah uh attend a lot of parties at the mansion yeah, i did so every time there was one i went there because <laughs> nice. um, of course i was hungry too and i had to eat something um <laughs> <laughs> hey, the best say food like at, how it is best food at these parties <laughs> oh i can imagine i can't imagine having and, not um, serve anything that wasn't top notch food wise or anything so yeah. i can yeah i yeah no i was really cool and since you live there and eat um, also in, in the kitchen, they were when there were parties, they were busy um, doing the catering for the party. So nobody was there to prepare food for you. You, I mean, nobody um, from the girls went there and, and cooked themselves something because um, it was just not, you know, you were not supposed to be there. Yeah. Although I was always in the pantry talking to the staff because it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. So during your time at the parties, um, any, I don't want to say wild part stories, but just any good st fun party stories at the mansion? Um, yeah. <laughs> the funniest <laughs> thing was that I felt very, I was very boring at that time because I was cautious um, since I knew that at the parties, everything can happen and da, da, da. So I was really bitchy to the people there that tried to approach me and um so i had that one story that i regret till this day and my son is hating me for this um i met chris evans at one of the parties oh. and he was super hot back in that day you know chris evans right oh yeah yeah he's still super hot yeah he, he was not uh, captain america yet but uh he was a human torch already i think Yes. Whatever, he was super hot and I saw him there and I was like, oh my God, he's real. And um, But I went there in my house too because I, I lived there and I was not really interested to, to mingle that night. And um, and he didn't even recognize me. I, he didn't even see me. Yeah. He, there were so many girls. And so um, I asked Elaine, who was the photographer back then, if she could take a picture of us. And she approached him and said, she probably knew him before and said so this is Juliana Marino um one of our new playmates and, uh, and from that moment on he he had some interest because she said that I was a playmate and we took a picture that I never got oh, no, no. Super, super sad about that so we took that picture 
And after that, um, he was very flirty, which I, bet. I was very happy about. Um, and he invited me to his birthday party. And mm. first I said yes, but then I I went back to him and I said, listen, I cannot go because I have a boyfriend. And he said, um, so where is your boyfriend? I said, well, in Germany. He said, so what's it just feels sad so i went back to germany and that guy broke up with me oh my god <laughs> and um yeah you can you can imagine how i regretted not um yeah yeah, yeah. and my, my son i told that to my son because he was a huge model fan and he said mom you're stupid <laughs> so is he a little upset that he could be like chris evans was my should be my dad or said that he just dad. didn't want the picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's so funny that you say that he he really said that. But okay, the possibility is very, very low that that would have happened. But um that's exactly what he thought. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. and I'm thinking I was in my head thinking as a little boy, because I remember saying that to my mom when she had my dad and yeah you're very good at that yeah she had she was dating some guy that was wealthy family and then she ended up marrying my dad and i kept saying i could have been part of that family so i i get it i get it but uh you yeah. you also got a little starstruck the first time you met pamela anderson right oh that's true how do you know that uh research <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to reveal. Blatant. I don't want to reveal my sources. They're competition. <laughs> it's all right. Um, so actually, I think her impact on me was bigger than Chris Evans <laughs> because <laughs> she, she was stunning. I mean, I expected her to be hot, but she was stunning. She she was glowing, and mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I I turned red. I felt that, and and I hid from her. It was so stupid. <laughs> You did what with her? I'm and sorry. She, she was so cute. Did it, if I you hid under a table? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You you're very well informed. Yeah, I went uh, under a table, hitting from her, and she said, um, "How am I supposed to make out with you if you are under the table?" And I I think I passed out or something. <laughs> Believe me, if Pamela Anderson asked me that, I would pass out. Probably, Probably. not wake up for a week. Oh my <laughs> god! Don't feel bad. Yeah, that was. Awesome. I have that picture though. No, I, I don't have a picture of a makeout. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Um, fake news. <laughs> um, but I have a picture with her. Yeah. And I still have that. But what a compliment. Wow. That's a huge right? take it. I would take it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, Pamela, what when was it? this was like in 2007, right? When you were, had come over to the mansion? Probably 2007 or eight. Yeah. Sure. I mean, she's at that point, she's the hottest woman on earth, right? I mean, like, everybody's That's like, true. yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, but, her, yeah. she's gorgeous. She's, she's still got it. That's for sure. As, as you do, <laughs> you could still be modeling today. <laughs> I don't know if she's if that's her puking or if that's her saying oh <laughs> <laughs> no that's all yeah yeah you're you're this very true yes <laughs> um so uh, as the modeling you was at the same time as the modeling stopped as having your son or meeting someone to have your son and falling in love again mm, it um it was definitely a less but i stopped a year later or something when when i realized okay i cannot make everything 
happened because I also um, uh, had um, I studied full time too. Okay. Oh, okay. So For what? Was, um, medical engineering. Okay. Nice. Yeah, which is something totally different from what I did before. Yeah. But I always say it's um, my youth that I, um, you know, spend with Playboy. And after I grow up, I have to do something more um, serious. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, all of a sudden, the real world kicks in. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, so is that, did you graduate and, and pursue that? that medical uh, engineering um yeah well i i did the bachelor for um medical engineering and now i work in a um in a company that um that sells that oh okay how fun and you are also a mermaid oh i am a, sing, a, mermaid, a singing yeah. mermaid a singing mermaid a singing mermaid i'm not i'm not yet a singing mermaid this is a project that i want i want to do too but um at the moment, I do both, but not together. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yet. So um, singing was always my passion. I sang as a um, as a kid in the in the church choir and okay. the school choir, and um, I, I was always um, uh, hooked up with with um, with singing. Um, then I started to sing at some weddings, hmm. but that's awful because I start crying with the people. <laughs> um, so that doesn't work out as I expected it to. Um, so I, I have I have to train on that. So yeah, and, those love songs um, will get you I every time. What? I said those love songs will get you every time. Yes. Um, hallelujah. What's that? Is it hallelujah the song? No, I said love songs will get you every time. Oh, the love song. Okay, that's not a love song. Yeah, yeah, the love song. Um, Is Shallow a love song? During a wedding? Well, I guess we're, we're assuming that you're singing during the wedding because it's a love song. Yeah, that's true. But people uh, want that for a wedding, too. <laughs> In oh. Germany, at least. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they kind of they kind of take whatever uh, sounds romantic and uh, and put it into a wedding. <laughs> okay. All but right. you know which one? Which, which one? And, and it's also not a love song for a wedding. But um, it's an Italian song called You Berlay from um, Andrea Bocelli. I don't okay. know if you know. I've heard the name. I'm originally Italian, you know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my parents are. Um, so I also sing in Italian. And um, it's, oh. it's a love song for, for the music. So it's not a love song um, for person. Sure. And, um, and that's the one that hit the most. Yeah, yeah. That must be beautiful Italian singing. So do you do you speak and sing in both in all of Italian, German, and English? Yeah. Wow. Do you speak any other languages? Or, any <laughs> other languages? Or are we are we at three? <laughs> no, no, we we have three that work. Um, then I had friends in school, but I never use it. So um, okay, yeah. And Italian is just That's a beautiful it. language. Like yes. Anything you say in Italian pretty much sounds beautiful. I mean, <laughs> that's what people keep saying. Yeah. Like, She's like, but I live it. So I know what you, it really means. Do you want to ask her the important part? <laughs> we had a, we had a oh woman, my God. We had a woman on who spoke, 
I don't remember. I'm just going to say Dutch or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he asked her what his name was in, in Dutch. When you say my name is Dutch. I was so excited just because it was. And she just looked at him and said, it's still Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I might ask you to, to to say our names. Dimples in the beard in Italian? In, in uh, German and Italian, because it's, it's just cool to hear um, other languages. Dimples in the beard would mean um, <laughs> le fossette la barba. Okay, I'm yeah, I'm never gonna get that one, but we'll, <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. I like it. Le fossette as a dimple. Okay. E la barba. E la barba. Okay. All right. We'll break it down. I like it. All right. I got it. I got it. So singing has been a bad... down for you later. All right. Oh, That'd be perfect. <laughs> My God. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to decipher this. Yeah, I was going to have to watch we'll it. We'll figure like, away, yeah. but... <laughs> it sounded good, though. It did. I like it. I really liked it. Um, <laughs> so singing... What was the Dutch version? Oh, I don't remember. It was nothing. <laughs> I don't even know if it was Dutch. I can't remember what it was. But Holland or something like that. Well, that would be Dutch. That's why I think it was. Like <laughs> she said it, and then it was like, nope, it's just, <laughs> it's just your name. It's just your name. Yeah. I was so excited. All right, I I, I have my moment. <laughs> <laughs> when um, so singing, you love singing. What brought that on? Is your family growing up musically musical? And who are some big inspirations as a child? Well, um, my dad uh, used to have a band and was a drummer. Oh, cool. Nice. So maybe that, that might be a reason why, um, why I'm, um, yeah, addicted to music. Um, yeah, I don't know. I started very early. Then I started also to play piano, but I don't remember any of it. I made it, I, I played the piano for five years. Yeah. And Ooh. it's like... A, a different a different life i don't i cannot remember it's, <laughs> it's weird huh. um yeah but that's basically was the beginning and then i kept singing all the time uh for myself and um and then i started again after i had my children because i wanted to do something for me and um and i took uh, some um uh, some class and i went to a vocal coach and then I started again, and yeah, and now I do it sporadically too. I have a, a I sing in a band from oh, nice. people from from work, but this is just you know we never had an appearance or something. We just do it for ourselves. Sure, fun. Every other week. Now I didn't check nice. the timeline, but I was looking how I was listening to your um, hopelessly devoted to me rendition of of Living Newton John, which is beautiful. Um, was that at the time she was passed away? That like a Dedicated to her, or you just picked that song? Which one? Hopelessly devoted oh, to yeah, me. Oh yeah, I just think. Oh my god, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, it's out there. So it was a coincidence. It was. Oh. It was a coincidence that that I picked that um, song after she she just passed away a, a few weeks weeks ago or days. Right. Um, but it was definitely another coincidence why I picked that song. <laughs> But I just had a another breakup. I don't know why I'm talking about breakup all the time, but um, I just oh. <laughs> it feels like it's uh yeah um, no. But, but I had a recent breakup, and um, yeah, I'm 
still not over it and mm. i still love oh it. well you're welcome here i'm thinking it was a like a dedication or something but i'll bring out the daggers and i'll bring up wounds for you there you go that's my job i'm done yeah I'm done. <laughs> no it's okay it's okay because i mean it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that i that i still think about him all the time so it's it's, there. it's nothing new to me it's therapeutic therapeutic let's talk about it let's get it out exactly. it'll make it feel yeah. better <sighs> well I, I apologize it was very beautiful no, it's, it's all right. No problem at all. I mean, I made it publicly, so um, That's somehow, true. Um, yeah, somehow it's, it's okay that people know that um, I'm still in a heartache. Oh, <laughs> well, as you know, things will get better. And uh, Olivia, I, I mean, I was a big fan of hers and still am, so... That's why I was attracted to it because I love that song and I just love her voice. Yeah, so she's, she's you did it. You did. You did yeah. it wonderfully. Were you? Thank you. Well, it's were, it's timeless, right? Like the song kicks in all the time. Of course, yeah. It was yes. Of course. Were you were you a fan of the movie Grease? Yes. Yeah. I was because Who my wasn't? mom was, and um, I had to watch it with her all the time. But I totally enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had an older sister who made me watch it a million times as well. So yeah, in the theater, <laughs> how many times? Seventeen times in the theater. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Really? Yep. Yep. That is a fan. We were obsessed, and we were dorks. So what can I say? We're still am. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> what, so, what, but yes, but I exposed it to my children, so that was a thing. God, I had to do it. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. You like you said, it's timeless. I think everybody knows the movie Grease. You know, that's one of them ones that Heck you yeah. don't find a lot of people that don't know about Grease. So, and I don't want to know if they do yeah. or don't. <laughs> so, um, mermaids. Have you what brought on the mermaid experience for you? Well, I feel like I've always been a mermaid. <laughs> okay. Um, because. <laughs> Because when I was a child, I always pretended to be a mermaid. Um, I, I was more under the water than, than I, I, I didn't really swim, but, but I, uh, I was diving all the time. Okay. And um, pretending that I was a mermaid, of course. And um, so I saw this thing that uh, they, they start mermaiding in Florida, I think. I don't know where it started, but um, I saw that in the States, it was a thing. Yeah. Um, already a few years ago. Uh, yeah, a few decades, I think, already. And um, so I don't even know who I mentioned it to um, that I want uh, a tail and want to try uh, to to swim with that. And finally, at my 33rd um, birthday, I got a tail and a class where mm. I can learn how to, how to mermaid. And um, so it was me and eight-year-old girl <laughs> and um I, I felt weird in the beginning but then i said you know what that's that's how it is and i just enjoyed it and they told me that there are some adults um uh once in a while <laughs> and um <laughs> so i didn't feel that bad anymore no. but then i i finished the class with with a shooting which was awesome but then i said so and what what now, you know? Yeah. Um, and um, I took it when when I went to Turkey uh, on vacation, I took the tail with me because here, I don't know, you know the people and then as a grown-up, you put on your tail and pretend you're a mermaid. That sounded a little weird to me. So I took it 
um, to Turkey where no no one knows me and you know just get wasted and um, um, throw on the tail swim with a tail. <laughs> and I saw how the children reacted to it and they were um, waving at me and you know they oh, yeah. I saw the spark in their eyes. It was so awesome um, that I had the idea why not doing it for the children and yeah. um, and be a mermaid at the birthdays or some summer parties or whatever you can book a mermaid wherever you want uh, on land or in the water and so I got the idea um, to make a, a business out of it and in Germany there are not so many so there's one really um, famous one in Germany okay uh, but it's it's not a real thing and in our region there's none so I, I thought well that might be something that they need absolutely perfect and how long ago did you start that um thanks covid uh it took forever to to start it but i had my first job now and uh, last summer and the idea was um already i had a year ago okay, okay. but then with covid everything was, was stopped uh, and yeah you know that ruined everything it, well, yeah, it killed two yeah. and a half years for sure. Yeah. So going back to when you were a child and you said you just prefer to be underwater than over, what was th- what was it about being underwater that really, really spoke to you? I mean, what you were seeing, how obviously you weren't underwater it's, very it's long. Strange. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. I mean, um, you have some kind of, um, I, I felt free in the water. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there was nothing around me, and um, of course, I I love to be in the deep, deeper water, and um, I I felt always comfortable. Although I I almost drowned one time. Oh wow! Ooh. Me too. Um, but I remember that it it was not a traumatic experience to me. So um, being in the water was felt so great. That I sometimes I swear it already happened to me when while I was mermaiding, I forget that I need to breathe. Oh, okay. because I'm so I'm I'm so into this. It's like it's some kind of meditation to me yeah. that that I forget that I have to breathe. But I think it's not bad uh, to train how to hold the breath longer right. because I read that um, uh, basically we just have to breathe every ten minutes. If yeah. we if we really have to, so it's just uh, the impulse to to breathe that we know we have inside, but um, we are mammals like like dolphins, and they can be underwater until fifteen minutes or something without even breathing. Wow! Yeah, yeah. So was that part of the training? The mermaid training was not only swimming with your legs within the fin, but breathing as well. No, unfortunately not. I think oh. that's too early for the eight years old. I I don't know. Um, because it's, it was a class for for um, all the children that are able to swim. Um, so I guess this is something that I have to do um, separately. Okay. So how- and I will. I totally will. Because it's very important to uh, hold your breath as long as you can. Yeah. I would think that was a, be a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. The longer you could be, to your point, if you love it down there, the longer you could be down, the, the happier you'll be. Yeah. Yeah. That's my my next project to um, to learn how to hold the breath so when you from swimming to learning to swim with the fin on what right away was it naturally or was it like wow i I have to retrain the way i swim i'm 
just interesting. No, it was naturally. It was, I swear, because since I was a child, I um, I didn't use my, my legs to swim because I knew that a mermaid ah. cannot use her legs, you know? So I, I pretended that very early and I knew instantly how to do that. Wow. Okay, so you were, a tr- so that's you what were I'm saying. trying to swim, <laughs> pretending to swim like a mermaid from the get-go. Yeah, it helps. Oh, fun. Wow, it's crazy, but it, it did help, which yeah. makes me a weirdo through and through. <laughs> No, one hundred percent. No, got to be you. So no. I got, I got to know how many tails do you have hanging in your closet now? How many? What's the collection up to? Um, I don't have many yet. Um, okay. I have one, and I ordered my second one, which will be beautiful because I, I fell in love instantly when I saw it. But I'm still waiting for it. But it should come ne- next week or in two weeks. I'm waiting for it since since September. They, they take a while because it's uh, handmade. Yeah, I, ma- I imagine those things can't be all that. I mean, they got to be pretty expensive with all the stuff going on. So it's a lot of detail. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. So the one you bought is a completely different colors or what made you what what's what made you buy a, a well, second this, one? The second one is uh, more fancy because it, it looks okay. a little um, realer. Um, it's still not silicone. Because the silicone ones are the, um, is like the Ferrari. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, oh. Mermaid tail. Um, I'm still not there financially. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that's the goal. Yes. Uh, so this one is also fab- is normal fabric, um, scuba fabric. Okay. Uh, but it's, it's fancier. So there is a little gold in it. And um, it's also more fabric. So it really looks pretty uh while moving underwater and yeah i, I cannot wait i swear every day i'm like <laughs> just waiting yeah. <laughs> well, well that brings up a great point um so when you're doing your parties they rent you are they watching you underwater swim or are you there as a figure to just talk to them on land i'm curious about what um it's both okay it's both so um, I started uh, with uh, taking pictures with the kids and introducing myself because I wanted them to to have the experience also to to touch me and see you know and talk oh, to sure. me and then I told them a few things about um, about the ocean and um, because I feel like we're also ambassadors for for the oceans too yeah. and it's very important that we that the awareness will uh, will race um with um yeah protecting our our oceans so we are ambassadors as well as um just magical creatures so i talk to them and i really interact which i love because children are so cute you know it's so nice to see their eyes when they look at you it's just a feeling that it's really it's uncomparable uh with grown-ups who are like what are you doing why are you pretending you're a fish that's so that's so um ridiculous i'm like okay um and and children are just so thankful that you bring magic into their lives and it's awesome and so i interact with them and you know um then they get some tattoos sometimes so it depends on the on the program that um they book and uh, and then of course there's the big swimming with the mermaid. Um, I have to 
somehow pay attention because um, I'm afraid I will hurt them because the, the tail at the end is pretty big. Um, but it's so cute how they try to um, uh, to swim races with me and, you uh -huh. know, they come underwater and then, yeah, they swim together and they dive together and that's so cute. And they that's take awesome. tons of pictures. That's so really cool. I feel comfortable in that role. Well, and it's and it's different. I mean, when you're looking for birthday parties for your children, you're like, done it, did it, did it. Yeah. Oh, okay, there's something different. So that's I think you're offering something completely different for a party. That's awesome. I, I've got a I've got a young daughter who I know would love that for a birthday party. So she would be thrilled. Right? Like, yeah. is there any girl on earth that doesn't like birthday? Right, right. She would be over the moon if yeah. So how much to get you to come from Germany to Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that no problem. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. You got. You know what you have to do when you get the new tail. You need to do an unboxing video on your on your Instagram. Like Ooh. you need to open this with all of us watching. Share your enthusiasm. <laughs> I know. I totally have to. <laughs> we all want to see. It. Yeah. Embrace it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, again, this is just me curious about the party. Is do you try and get there before them, and so the children don't see you walking up and putting a costume on, or do they like when they walk up? You're already a mermaid. So that is a real problem because I don't want to um, transform in front of them. That would totally take the magic out of it. Sure, I mean, afterwards, if they see me with my legs, which is okay, um, I say, well, I transformed back. But I don't want them to see the process of transforming. Yeah. So that's why I get ready before, I hide before. And then there has to be someone who carries me. Ah. Um, and uh, yeah, it used to be my ex boyfriend. I was just gonna uh, say, how do I get that to... job? But I gotta live in Germany. <laughs> um, but, like yeah, now I have to find a new one, so maybe I will. Um, yeah, I'm sure so if you, you can put send out... me in your application, no problem. Just send out a <laughs> just send out a personal ad. I need a mermaid carrier, I'm sure you'll get plenty. <laughs> if nothing else, yeah. other you'll be like, I just need to know what that means. Yeah. I already know you, uh, my more research, I know you get some strange requests in your DMs. So, you know, if you put that out there, I'm sure you're going <laughs> to... It'll increase, yeah. You're going to get people offering to carry you as a mermaid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that, that's the weird request I have this time. <laughs> yeah, I I just got one lately. And this, this guy just wanted to send me um, Anderson codes. Because he wanted to be used and dictated as someone who pays for everything. Oh. Like, just the feeling that he pays, he, he has to pay for stuff, and I have to treat him badly and tell him, okay, now pay this and now pay that. Can um, you send him my way? I'll do that. <laughs> I was curious about it because um, uh, I just want to know how people think. So this is totally fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, what what the idea behind all the this fetish are, or you know? So I talked to him and asked him how that would work. Um, then somehow there was there were some moments where I said, "Well, I have to renovate my my bathroom. Um, why not?" But then I feel like you know I I'm more thankful than just pretending, uh, you know. And I don't know. So I I don't feel comfortable to. Um, he does not want you to thank him. He does not want you to thank him. He wants you no, to use he, him. And... He, wants to, 
yeah, you have to do that because you are whatever. Yeah. Well, um, it just through our that has to... yeah, <laughs> through the people we've had on on the podcast, it's very what you're explaining is very normal for that out there, and you just oh, got yeah. you just got to embrace it. Yeah, and and you're and uh, not feel guilty and don't think you got to thank him because that's not what he wants. That's not what he wants. That's that's just yeah, fetish. but I didn't do it. Well, you could still so that, probably, I betcha. Was... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure you. No, you're... I don't know. I talked. I, I talked to a friend who is a police officer, and I said, "I mean, I'm just curious. So, is that illegal? Like, is there, you know, and uh, is there anything illegal about it?" And he said, "No, but this request starts very innocently, and people say, well, why not? Because if he does not ask me, then he asks others.'" Right. Um, but those are the cases where they then end up being stalkers and worse, you know. Right. Could. So he they said, could. just um, don't, you know. I mean, um, I, I never, I never um, followed any requests that I got because I'm, you know, I'm too scared that there can be consequences because I don't know to which level right. they get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can definitely you know, see that. I would, I would be worried right. about it too, just because of that. Where does it escalate to? I mean, it seems like an innocent thing at first and then it gets to the never know. Yeah. You don't know, but you got to go with your gut. That's for sure. Whatever yeah. makes it comfortable. Yeah. It can be innocent and it's fine. I mean, people have this request and it's fine and I'm not judging them or something. Right. I just want to understand because I, I would never have that idea. <laughs> um, but I feel, yeah, that people minds are very fascinating. They are. They are. You also you also got a nice offer to clean your house, right? <laughs> yeah, that was so cool. I talked to this guy because it was, he was so friendly and everything. Um, <laughs> but still, like, um, you know, I I don't think I can do it. Yeah, yeah. He uh, what? How, how did I mean, he, that's a little different. That's you're bringing him into your household. That's right. Yeah, I get that. And did he? He wanted to clean your house in the nude and have you be mean to him. Is that what it was? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and mm. I asked him, so is that some kind of foreplay? Um, and, mm. you know, that you pretend cleaning the house and then, you know, You're right, right. Up, up having sex or whatever. <laughs> and he said, no, I want to clean your house. And I'm very, um, I'm, I'm very, um, um, how can I say, he's very good at cleaning. Like, if he's unhappy if he doesn't clean right. But he wants me also to be very severe and like Jesus Christ, I'm so I, I would do it with you. So you know, I would help you out, and I'm happy that I have someone helping me because I have to do it all by myself, which sucks. Um, well, we I could, I can, I could say you turned me down very, very sweetly. So I appreciate that. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Yeah, but he, that was not what he wanted me to. You know, like he was not happy with my my answer. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and yeah. that's not what he was looking for. <laughs> well, yeah, you're They're gonna, all out there. I'm sure. Yeah, that probably won't be the last odd request you get. So, <laughs> no, no. We'll see. We'll see. And why don't when when these odd requests come in? Why don't you just do a spell and send them on their way? Because I know you do some witch stuff too. So, <laughs> well, I'm I'm a good witch, you know. Okay, like there's. Okay. Um, those I'm, are not the best. Saying, I'm not saying there are good and bad witches because it's like being good and bad people. Yeah. I I think like everyone has a good and a bad side. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I would never do that. <laughs> you would never of cast course. a bad spell I, I on anyone. People. 
Well, but if it's just a spell to protect yourself, it's not a bad spell. So but that's true. That's true. Yeah. And I constantly do that. Protect myself and yeah. my kids and the people uh, around me. And sometimes also random when I see, you know, I feel like there is some help that they need. Um, I try to uh, make some affirmations and yeah, know, yeah. Yeah, some so good intentions for people. We're obviously joking a little bit, but yeah, what what is what goes into it seriously? I mean, what does this involve seriously for you? Yeah, that's another weird thing, um, <laughs> I guess. But it's it's not that weird because um, it's different. That's all do, it is. It's different. <laughs> yeah, true. But what what do you guys do when um, when it's your birthday, and what do you get for your birthday? Huh? Gifts, presents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Usually. presents and what what else? Wishes. Exactly. And um, do you get cake? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And what is on the cake? Um, Frosting. Your, it's, it's, your happy birthday to your name and your age. Written. Yeah, but what do you do with the cake when you have it in front of you? People give it to you and then you just eat the cake or what happens before? You blow out the candles and make a wish. Exactly. And you know what? That is witchcraft. Because uh -huh. in that moment... There's nothing else that yeah. you do is put an intention into it, make a wish, and yep. then blow out the candle. Yep. And hope for it to, you know, just be real. Yeah. And that, that's what I do, but I don't wait until my birthday. I usually do it when it's full moon because when it's full moon, there is um, a lot of energy around us. I mean, the moon can also infect, the, um, you know, affect the the oceans and everything so the right. energy is there and some people also are not able to sleep because they're super hyper yep um so when it's full moon i feel like there's um the energy is very high so i use that for my intentions and everything and there is like a ritual that i do with my kids or without depends if they are um with me or already sleeping or whatever and then, yeah, there there is like three parts that um, that I do. It's firstly, I I thank for everything that came to my my way, and um, want to be grateful for stuff. Then there are things that I want to release, and then there are things that I want to promise myself because I don't make a wish because making a wish is something that you you have to believe in something to make a wish. Sure. But and I promise it to myself because um, witchcraft is like not um, having the power for others or um, over others, but over myself. Okay. Yeah, that makes hmm. sense. That is basically witchcraft, you know? Yeah. So it's, and, it's, um, it's really no different than people who make their, their vision boards and, you know, manifest things by, you know. Yeah. Put, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's manifestation uh, all the way. And uh, you can do it in different ways. You can also, um, you know, people work with tarot cards right. or different stuff, candles. And I have gemstones that I collected since I was a child. Yeah. I grew up um, Christian. Okay. So I'm a Catholic. Yep. And um, I went to church every Sunday and, and stuff like that. But it's always, I, I felt this fear um, for someone who is there, give me some 
uh, powers and then I have to fear this. That didn't make sense to me. And when I when I firstly read about the the witchcraft thing, I was like, oh my god, I'm not I'm not the only one who feels like there has to be something, um, and it's not bad, um, you know, wishing for something. And also this tarot card thing. When I when when I read the cards and um, I did I did a reading for a friend of mine. Um, everything that I that I said came. Yeah, and I was oh. so afraid that God will punish me for this, <laughs> and and that felt that felt so wrong. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So since uh, since I don't know, I think I started 2018 or something. Um, I embraced that. Okay. I was not afraid anymore, and um, I said no. I I will embrace this because of something that that it's inside me all the time, and it's not bad. And I don't think even. I don't believe in in God like people believe in him. But if there is someone and I totally would I'm open to, to every kind of um um of belief, uh then there's nothing that I do wrongly because I I put good intentions in everything. Even if there is something bad um that happened to me, I try to um to wish for the better version of it. Yeah, you know what okay. I mean. That I, yeah, I don't absolutely. have people or something. There's no revenge or nothing. So there's nothing that I do wrongly that yeah. will lead me into hell, which I don't believe either. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. We just uh, we just both had tarot card readings done. We had Carrie Kendall, who was a playmate on, and she did uh, she did tarot readings for us. So so cool. Yeah, just yeah, like in the last fun. couple of weeks. Yeah, it was a good time. So yeah, yeah, good I stuff. What's that? I have to watch that episode. Oh no, that one. No, those were private. We yeah, yeah we won't couldn't. Be, we'll talk a little bit about what oh, she yeah. came up with, but yeah, they were. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't do it. Uh, yeah. Recordings of it. It's a personal thing, so we couldn't even do it together. Yeah, it was yeah. One on one. So we neither. But there are some. There are yeah, some. I'm sure. I'm do, you, sure. do you do but readings for too. others? Yeah, I do, but it's also a very intimate thing, and um, I don't succeed. I don't always always succeed, and it depends. Um, truly on the people how open they are and mm -hmm. um, sometimes I have readings that last like three hours and sometimes it's just 10 minutes because they kind of expect something but of course I'm not I'm not telling them their their fortune or something right, right. I have to um, I, I have to have the connection between mm -hmm. them and the cards I am the connection and if they are not open then you can yeah. pick whatever you want. You you won't read it. Right. That I think that plays a big part of it. Yeah. You is, can only get into it what you're gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Only get out of it what you want to put into it. Right. And you you're, be right up front. It. You're not. I'm just not telling you. I'm not gonna say you're gonna win this or you're gonna do this. So right. Yeah, yeah. Either you're going for what it yeah, really exactly. is, or it's not worth your time. So. I feel I we got I'm a lot out of it. Good. I do too. Yeah. It was a, it was a good time. I, I really liked it. So. So I got to ask about one picture I saw on on Instagram before we go and. There was one butt cheek that said, eat me, not animals. <laughs> so are you, are you vegan, vegetarian? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I am vegetarian, yeah. Okay. okay. That, that, I, I assume and that then, picture inspired a few more people to become vegetarian. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, there, there have been. It was provocative. I did it on purpose. Um, it's, it's not my style to uh, show uh, that side of me. So, I mean, I, I've been in Playboy, but still, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I saw that and um 
and I, I like this because, uh, yeah, to Hello? raise awareness, you have to shock people. Sometimes. Absolutely. hundred percent. Definitely got our attention. Right. How long have you been vegetarian? Um, the 8th of January, 2018. Okay. Oh, okay. So you made it sounds like you oh, recently your life changed a lot, like in the last right before the pandemic, <laughs> right. it changed a lot. The mermaid, the witch, yeah, the, 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 the vegetarian, all that kind of stuff kind of came in at the same time. Yeah, I also um, got separated from my husband in 2019, beginnings of 19. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I changed a lot in the last years. So yeah. I'm working a lot on myself. Uh, it, it's another. Year. It's and, like it's another a new chapter in your life, right, and that's yeah. like kind of yeah, way I look at things is different and it chapters. Feels good. Yeah. It oh, feels that's good the best part. That's the best part. Somehow. Yeah. So sure. And then we'll let you uh, let you go and promote things. But I just was curious through our whole interview. I don't want to say on land, but your your blanket you have it tucked. So is that your is that a comfort level thing to to be? <laughs> it's a good point. To have your legs tucked while you're sitting. <laughs> For... No, I, I mean it's just it's just because um it started um snowing yesterday. Okay, <laughs> so it's us, not really. Too. It's... <laughs> so it is just a, a cold um, thing, not a always feel comfortable more with the mermaid tucking or, or you know like legs together. But you're right somehow. I always it, when I sit on my couch or somewhere, I always have my blanket. I never I never notice that. Right, it's weird what That's other what people. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if it was yeah. Okay, well, maybe it's a subconscious. There you thing. go. It could be. There you go. Yeah, there's no tail underneath it. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. I did want to make sure that you know. Yeah, right. If that's you had it, we'd love to see it. Right. But that's all right. right. <laughs> um, anything where can we find you? We want to. We want to give the app the floor, the opportunity to promote all your stuff, um, your pages, and uh, thank you again for coming on. Oh, that's so cute. Thank you so much for having me. And it was great. And um, yeah, you you guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. They where can they find you on Instagram? What's what's it's what wicked Juliana? Um yeah, Wicked Juliana is my I mean it's also my personal um page, but um my mermaid name is Mariluna. Mariluna, okay. Um since I'm drawn to the moon, um there's Luna in it. And um, it's, yeah, it's another page that is linked to my Wicked Juliana page, too. Okay, so awesome. People who want to follow it, I would be happy to have them. And, um, yeah, I have, I have to put more content in it, I know. I have to work <laughs> on that more bad. Content <laughs> is hard. It's a time, it's a time suck. It's a time sucker, and you're busy, so. It is. It is. But thank you yeah, so much. We really, we really appreciate it. I'm glad we got thank to do this. Thank Especially with the especially with the large time difference, I'm glad we got this to work out. So yeah, appreciate it. Have I've had a blast the last what hour. What time is it there? It's one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh yeah, okay. So well, thank you for your time. And oh, anytime. Yeah, it's my time here. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> anytime you ever want to come back on, you just let us know. We'd Absolutely. love to have you back. So it's a pleasure being here. Oh, thank you. Thank have, you so much. All right. All right. Take care. Have a good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here.
Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric acid. Acid. 